Welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you for escaping with us. That's Alex. I'm Andrew. And uh, today we've got some news for y'all, a debate, nerdy shark tank, a trivia challenge, and a tier list. And as always, with great power comes great Pedro Pascal ability. And he's our first bit of the news. The Last of Us, the yes. HBO Max show, huge opening. It's their second biggest opening since uh, Boardwalk Empire, only beaten by House of Dragon. Obviously, Game of Thrones show is going to do great. It's got a 99% on wow, Rotten Tomatoes. I did not know that. Yeah, so everybody's loving it. Have you watched it? What do you I've, think? I've never seen the show. I've never played the video game. I want to. Uh, but Pedro Pascal, he um, he keeps referring to himself as daddy in interviews. Mm. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Uh, thoughts? Uh, look. He's, he's certainly the best dad in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm all for it. All for it? Okay. All for it, yes. All right. uh, my piece of news, Phineas and Ferb renewed for a 40-episode sequel series. No kidding. I didn't see that. All for it. All for it. One of my favorite shows of all time. You're, you're a big Phineas and Ferb yeah, guy. Yeah, um, I listened to Ain't Got Rhythm while I was prepping for this episode. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that means. It's a great song. Is that a Phineas Ain't and Ferb song? I believe you. Uh, are they going to like, what are they going to do? Are they aging up everybody? What's the deal? Leo? I assume, I mean, it says it's a sequel series. So it's like after the first look, series. as long as Vanessa's coming, back, I'm, I'm down to see uh, some uh, Vanessa. She's hot. How old is she in that show? Do you know? This, that might've been a questionable comment from the both of us. <laughs> um, I have here that drum roll. Yeah, she's 15. Oh, no, never yeah, mind. Like- uh, unless she's aged up, in which case all those comments stand. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, uh, I've got some more news for you. I got some Matt Reeves Batman 2 yeah. news. He is heavy in the writing room, thinking about the villains, thinking about different cast members. What do you think? What are some of your predictions? Are you excited? <sighs> We've had so many Batman movies. Yep. Uh, I am excited. I like the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the Riddler. Obviously, we were teased the Joker. Yep. I don't think he should do the Joker yet. Yep. Um, maybe a Penguin. We've never seen a really good Penguin, I don't think. You don't like Danny DeVito? Uh, I- I've never seen the movie. I just heard oh. it was a really weird movie. Maybe it's weird. Mr. He Mr. eats Mr. somebody's face. Yeah, Mr. Freeze, maybe? Yeah. I've heard Giancarlo Esposito for that role. Okay. That would be cool. Uh, I'm uh, not a big fan of the Batman. I don't. I didn't love it as much as everybody else. But uh, Matt Reeves made one of my favorite movies of all time, War for the Planet of the Apes. And that was his second in the series. So I expect his second in Batman to be phenomenal. What can... Oh. I was going to ask them. Yeah. What, uh, what villain would they want to see? Yeah. And who do you want to play said, said villain. villain? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Megan. Oh, sorry. Clink. <laughs> Megan. Yeah. Interesting movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. The Megan sequel has been set for 2025. Wow. That's crazy. It made, uh, yeah, wow. It made so much money. I'm just a little, I was thinking about it. It made a lot of money. So they're making a second one, no surprise. I'm sure the second one will probably make a lot of money. So it just got me thinking, I think they blew their load a little early on the first one with the title. What do you mean? It's spelled... M three G A N. Yeah, yeah. That would have been a perfect title for the third one. So I was brainstorming options for what they could name the third one. Yeah. So one of my favorites is uh uh Megan. Uh, I've got a uh, Lord of the Megan's Return of the King. <laughs> Return of the King. Yeah. So go and what about um. Uh... Uh, the dark, the dark Megan rises. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking of uh, Megan and the Wasp, Quantumania. <laughs> uh, Megan, No Way Home. Megan, No Way Home <laughs> is good. good. Uh, maybe my personal favorite is Megan and the Prisoner of Azkaban. 
Oh, that one's great. Um, Revenge of the Megan. How about War for the Planet of the Megans? Uh, Megan, Age of Extinction. You beat me there. <laughs> you got me there. That's a good one. Um, Alec Baldwin will be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Oh, for killing that lady. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm obviously not a lawyer, so I'm going to throw it out. Oh, yeah. But, definitely. Um, I mean... That seems exactly what happened. Involuntary. He obviously didn't do it on purpose. Manslaughter. It's not murder. Um, it was obviously an accident. Tragic situation. Yeah. I just, I can't imagine killing somebody with a prop gun and like not getting in any trouble for yeah, that. Yeah. He's, he's got to be charged with something. You know, but. Russell Crowe clocked that guy, the, the paparazzi with a rotary telephone. <laughs> yeah. And he got in big trouble. Yeah. I was hoping that Alec Baldwin would at yeah. least get in some trouble for yeah. murdering someone. Yeah, that's true. Not exactly. Legally, but yeah. Um, uh, so I've got some news for you. Okay. My favorite Marvel show of the, of last year, She-Hulk, was nominated for a Visual Effects Society's Outstanding Animated Character Award. So they said the CGI was good. I didn't think the CGI was good. That's a joke, right? This no, is a, this, this isn't a joke. That's this is a, this is a real a, bit of news. Not a real piece of news. What do y'all think about that? Because <laughs> I didn't is think... Is it just for TV shows or is this for movies too? No, everything, yeah. Oh, you've got to be kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> I did real research. I Im thought it was getting pranked. Imagine She-Hulk beats Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look at the other nominees. I should have. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Spider-Man 4. Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. Got some updates. We got a budget? Um, uh, expected to start filming end of 2023, end of this year. Mm -hmm. at $200 million budget, um, and that's on par with No Way Home, I believe. Yeah. What is one thing you want to see in Spider-Man 4? I would love to see Venom done properly. Uh, oh, you weren't a fan of... Yeah, I, I don't I don't love the Venom movies. I specifically hate the Carnage one. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would just, yeah. Like, you got to think about it. I hope, I heard a rumor that they're bringing back Zendaya. Don't bring any of them back. Ha have him be isolated. Have him be alone. Disagree. Imagine a Spider-Man 4 movie. He's got no Iron Man. He's got no Aunt May. He's got no Happy. He's got nobody. Maybe he can be friends with Daredevil, who will, you know, kind of bring him towards the light or whatever. But imagine that symbiote getting a hold of that Peter Parker that has no friends, that is isolated. Have Scorpion get out of jail, run amok, you know, everything like that. Because as we learned in uh, Doctor Strange 2, everybody still knows Spider-Man. They just don't know he's, he's Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Nobody knows Peter Parker. Exactly. So I would love. That's, I would, that's a great idea. Yeah, I, I, think I would love that. The only thing I really like the uh, Spider-Man MJ that they did in the last movie, I think it really brought them together. I think the fact that he promised to go find her makes me want him to go find her. Maybe they wait a couple movies and then bring them back. I think that'd be cool. But the main thing I want from Spider-Man 4 is just a good villain. There's so many Spider-Man villains um, that we haven't seen fully. He's the second best rogues gallery in comics. Other than Batman. Yep. Um, I mean. A plus, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we got teased Shocker in, like, Homecoming, and then we've never really seen a Scorpion um, in a live-action movie, so just another... I mean, there are plenty film. of guys. I mean, we're going to see the spot in across right. the Spider-Verse, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, No Way Home was just surpassed by Avatar um, in grossing, highest-grossing movies of all time. Wow! It's what just, do you think about that? It's just a little annoying as a Marvel fan to admit that the first one wasn't a fluke. Really? You weren't rooting for the second one? I know everybody was rooting against it, but I then wanted, I saw it and then I, I fell in love. I wanted it to do well. I didn't want it to be one of the highest grossing movies of all time because I thought the first one was a fluke just because 3D came out. 
Yeah. And they re-released it and it got yeah. lucky. Um, I really like the second one. I'm not an Avatar hater. It's just a little annoying. Yeah. I- I'll give you that the first one is fluky, but I don't think the second one is fluky. I think the second one is just that good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ari Aster. Are you familiar with the horror filmmaker? He made Hereditary, Hereditary my movie. favorite horror movie of all time. Same. He also made Midsummer, a movie that I haven't seen that you seem to be less of a fan of. I wish I could have three hours of my life back after seeing that. Oh movie. my goodness. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's a bold take. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> um, but uh, he's coming out with his new movie starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh my. Called uh, Bo is Afraid. We just got the first trailer for it. The, do you want a premise or do you want me to not spoil anything for you? Give me like a, a one sentence. Mom is dead. Mental problems, like uh, maybe maybe a little bit of trauma. Going back home for mom funeral. Oh, Phoenix is going to do amazing with that. I think so, too. <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited for that one. Yeah. Uh, what what other news you got for me? I, I, a couple throwaways. Uh, yeah. not, not throw. Uh, not to insult. No, no news is throw. Not to insult Tron, but Tron Ares, I think, is in the works at Disney. Jared Leto. Uh, oh my gosh! Set to star. So here is the proposition I have for you. Okay. Because he's responsible for the worst and lowest grossing DCEU movie. He is responsible for the worst and lowest grossing Marvel movie. Period. Yep. You think he's gonna take Tron down with him? Imagine he goes he goes three for three. He is the opposite of James Cameron, who is Titanic, <laughs> Avatar, Terminator, just all money. Just yeah, he yeah. is a money pit. Why are people still hiring this guy? Has he has he been in anything that did well? I mean, he won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Mm. He played a woman. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He's a transgender. Oh, wow. He's either becoming a woman or becoming a man and is formerly a woman. He's one of the two. Okay. He's great. He won the Oscar. Okay, well, maybe he should just stick to being That movie didn't make any gen- money either. <laughs> he should just stick to playing other genders. And, yeah, then, and I, then maybe he's got a shot. I guess so. Just, I mean, it's the lovely locks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Justin Roiland is a terrible person. I heard a little bit about that. I don't really know too much about it. You're talking about the Rick and Morty guy. He created it. He does the voices, everything like that. Is the show over? It's done, guaranteed? I I cannot see a universe in which it continues, which makes... Obviously, I want justice to be served. I don't want him to be out on the streets if he doesn't deserve to be. Yeah. Uh, As a Rick and Morty fan, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I don't see how it continues. Oh, really? It's that bad? Yeah, yeah. You want to... Sure, yeah. Enlighten me. Let me just read you some. Uh, A criminal complaint charged uh, Royland with corporal injury and false imprisonment by menace, fraud, violence, or deceit against the woman. So he, like, kept a woman in his house or something. Uh, He was living with her at the time. Um, Royland tells a young girl, I think she was 15 or 16, to start cam whoring once she turns 18. He also kept referring to her as jailbait. Oh, dear. Um, Royland then talks about being attracted to minors in an in a podcast. Let's not do this on our podcast. Let's never. Let's let, other than we Vanessa. Just did. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we're oh, canceled. No. Um, no, he said uh, being attracted to minors with, quote, fully developed bodies. An effing 14-year-old that looks like she's 18. Like, of course, I'm attracted to that. That's why this whole Chris Hansen thing. F you, man. Why? Why is it so hard for people to just not be pedophiles? There's so many pedophiles in in Hollywood. I don't understand it. Everybody's a 
freaking pedophile. It's just so easy to not. I, I think so. Goodness gracious. All right, let, let, I'm changing the subject. Yes, uh, we got a Mando season three trailer. Yes! You and I were watching football and it just came on. It was awesome. Yes. Uh, 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 we weren't prepared. I didn't know we were getting that. So I hadn't seen any marketing for it or anything like that. I, I, did, I stayed away from the Comic-Con trailers or anything. It looks awesome. Absolutely. Um, there were a lot of reshoots. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's had a little bit of a troubled production. I hope it didn't affect the final product. They've given me no reason to believe it will affect the final product, but I've got a theory for you. Okay. I think I know what they're going to do, and even if they don't do this, I think it'd be pretty cool. So I'm thinking, you remember End of Mando, obviously in Boba Fett he reunites with Grogu, Mm -hmm. Baby Yoda, Um, but End of Mando, Moff Gideon goes to jail, and uh, Bo-Katan is, she wants the Darksaber, but she has to beat Mando in combat. So that is where we've left off. I think that Bo-Katan is going to be the primary villain of season three. Mm -hmm. I think that Moff Gideon is going to be in jail, and Bo-Katan is going to go to Moff Gideon, Silence of the Lamb style, and be like, help me track him down so I can get the Darksaber. And Moff Gideon, you know, it's Giancarlo Esposito, so he's manipulating, he's a bad guy, he's doing this. So he's going to be like, well, the secret is the child. It's all about the child. He loves the child so much. So Bo-Katan's going to capture the child in order to get him to fight with the Darksaber. Mando's heart's not going to be in it because he wants to protect Grogu. Mm. And then some f***ery is going to be afoot. Excuse my language. And uh, some f***ery is going to be afoot. Moff Gideon's going to break out of jail. And Bo-Katan's going to have to be like, oh, I screwed up. I let him out. And uh, and they're going to have to team up at the end to stop Moff Gideon and his forces. And then Mando's going to be the true leader of Mandalore because he's going to lead them to victory. That's an extremely specific theory. I know. I just, I would like them to do that. I think I, I'd be down for that. I, I think that's great. I should have that. You should have directed. <laughs> no, I would never take away from, you know, there, there are many gods in my house. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jon Favreau. Oh, agreed. Oh my gosh. I mean, Iron Man. Started started the MCU, saved Star Wars. Everybody wants... Gave us Elf. Everybody wants Dave Filoni to be in charge of Star Wars. John Favreau. Give it to John Favreau. That guy knows what he's doing, man. I love that guy. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out John Favreau. Yeah, you mentioned Madam Web earlier. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just... Yeah, so I'm excited for Mando. I'm really excited. Uh, uh, like, like, I would say me and you probably are most anticipating... Spider-Verse, I yep. would say, is probably my most anticipated movie of the year, probably yours. Yep. Mando's probably my favorite show. But that's up here in this head. This head is most excited for Madam Web. Let me just read to you this cast. Dakota Johnson, okay. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. I'm in love with her. Sydney Sweeney of Euphoria fame. Jugs McGee. Jugs McGee. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Stunning. Beautiful. Yeah, Great yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah. We've got Isabella Merced. You would know her as Dora. She was the live action Dora. Uh, She's so hot. You're as s- as Dora specifically? Or? I actually think they made her less hot as Dora, but mm. she's she's real hot in real life. Then we got Celeste O'Connor. She is no stunning. Idea. And then uh, Emma Roberts, also hot. You said you were excited for this. Yes, I'm. I, like I, that's probably one of my top five most anticipated of the year. I, I I'm I'm so 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 excited. Hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Madam Web release date, February 16th, 2024. Show me. You okay? No. You... I look like an idiot in front of the podcast. Yeah. God! That sucks! I thought be... it was coming out this year. We've had leaked photos for months. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Buddy. Hey, buddy. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> can I can I get you anything? I need a water. Oh boy. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. Sorry, audience. I sorry to get your hopes up and then ruin your freaking day. The, the Jugs McGee will have to wait. <laughs> that was terrible. I don't call her that. I want to make that clear to Sydney Sweeney. She is unbelievably talented and beautiful. Uh, so yeah, that's that should be all of our news. You got any more news for me? No more news. All right. You want to head straight into our debate? Let's debate. All right. So I'll just bring the new, yep. the the viewers up to speed. So we're going to be doing a debate. Today's topic, would you like to give it to him? Highest grossing movie of 2023. What will it be? So what we we each have a prediction. Yep. We each think uh, it's going to be a different movie. And we're just going to give our points why we think this movie is going to do the best financially. Uh -huh. What Marvel movie did you pick? What a rude thing to say. Would you <laughs> like to go first or shall I? <laughs> Am I right? I, I will get to it whenever yeah, you tell ahead. me. I'm go going ahead. first? Yeah, okay. Go, go f*** yourself. <laughs> I didn't pick a Marvel movie. Oh, okay. Get f***ed. What is it? How about that? If you say Barbie, I'm going to freak out. No, it's not Barbie. Okay. It should have been Barbie, but it's not. I don't think Barbie can get high. It's not yeah, Oppenheimer sure. either, which I'm sure will make a ton of money. I had some honorable mentions, and I almost did Spider-Verse. We all know it's going to be Cocaine Bear. That would be great. I would love Cocaine if, Bear to make like a Megan-esque amount of money. Like, just greenlight the sequel as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. Cocaine Bear 2. Revenge, of Revenge, Revenge of the Bear. <laughs> like, <laughs> something crazy. That would yep. be awesome. Uh, give me uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny will be the highest grossing movie of 2023. Nah. Let me tell you why. Number one. What were the two highest grossing movies of last year? Avatar The Way of Water and Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun 1 came out. 1986. Indiana Jones 1 came out 1981. Avatar 1 came out in 2009. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out in 2008. People are loving their le legacy sequels right now. There's a legacy sequel. It's like 2015 again. This, that's, that's my number one reason. My number two reason, James Mangold at the helm. His last two movies that he's directed, Ford v. Ferrari, phenomenal, Great. and Logan. One of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Many people say it's the best. I, I disagree slightly. but Top five for sure. Certainly top five. So so there's that. And Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the one that came out in 2008, $790 million. It was the third highest grossing movie that year in the U.S. And it was the number two highest grossing movie worldwide, only beaten out by The Dark Knight. So, uh, uh, 2008, great year. And domestically, it was beaten out by Iron Man as well. But um, so, so people loved it, even though it only had a 78% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, 53% audience score. People didn't like that movie, and it still made that much money. It was still a top three of the year. I expect this one to be good. People are going to go to it and going back and going back and going back. 
Now, my last point is that uh, I think that the only real competition is the MCU. The MCU are the only movies that are making any money anymore. And I think the MCU's gone a little bit stale. Let's look at their 2022 numbers. They had three movies came out. Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness that made a combined $2.5 billion. Not even a billion dollars a movie, which still, it made a ton of money, whatever, whatever. But let me tell you how slowing it's getting slowed down. In 2021, it had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and No Way Home. The first three only made a combined $1.2 billion. It was a COVID year. And then obviously No Way Home made $2 billion. But No Way Home is a Sony movie. Marvel's not even making that money back. So for their three movies to only make $1.2 billion last year, then they made $2.5 billion even though it's not COVID anymore. You compare it to a year like 2019. Their last year they had movies in theaters. $5 billion. Wow. Endgame made $3 billion. Captain Marvel and Far From Home each made $1 billion. Wow. So they are slowing down. And as we saw with Top Gun Maverick that made $1.5 billion, you see that with Avatar that just passed that and No Way Home. That's going to, I mean, it might reach $2 billion at this point. It might pass Force Awakens, which is like $1.8, $1.9. I think the sky is the limit for Indy 5 if it's truly a great movie, and I expect it to be. I rest my case. Your case is garbage. That's ridiculous. That was a great case. No, it was a great case. Uh, yeah, great. No, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight you. It's a All debate. Right, yeah, let's see it. Go through this garbage case. All right, so for your first two points. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you make your own freaking point no. before you start on No, no, no. no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to I wanna go back All on right. this a little bit. So uh, Marvel point, I understand that a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's great. I, but we, we're getting Kang this year, and we're getting Guardians this year. Yep. Both of those are going to do better than Thor Love and Thunder and uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think people are way more excited to see Kang. People were really excited for Multiverse of Madness after No Way Home. Okay, that's true. That's and true. then it was a bad movie. I, I think Marvel has some some hope, even though um, I don't think they're necessarily going to win overall. Okay. Also, your first two points of the nostalgia and their their you know movies like yep. the sequel movies or whatever. Yep. I think all of that, your entire point, rest on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I think all of those points point towards we've already we, they've already tried it with Indiana Jones. And they already made their money. Now so many people are turned off. Yeah, so it made $790 million. But it did get a 53% on Rotten Tomatoes because everyone went to see it hoping it would be good and then got turned off from the franchise because it sucked so much. And now the, the nostalgia and the excitement, everyone's scared because they effed up so bad in 2008 or whatever it was. And I think all of your first two points of like, oh, they're bringing it back just like all these other movies. If the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull didn't exist, then I would agree with you. But it does. We already had the break from 1980-whatever to 2009 when what, whatever this came out. So uh, I, I think that's going to hurt it a lot. That's an interesting take. I disagree, but that's interesting. I don't I, hate it. I would agree with you more if Kingdom of the Crystal Skull didn't, didn't exist. Didn't exist. Yep. Okay. All right. Ready for mine? Yeah. Who you got? The highest grossing movie of 2023. Which Marvel movie will it be? Jackass. <laughs> The highest grossing movie of 2023 will be Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Ready? To be honest to you, we drew we drew straws to see who would get <laughs> Super Mario because we both think it'll be Super Mario. Go. Mario, number one. Number one, Mario is the most iconic video game character of all time. There's a reason anytime Nintendo needs money, they say, where's the plumber? Yeah. Oh, that's good. 
Number two, Nintendo is obviously a huge video game company. Uh, Mario is part of that, but is the oldest video game company of all time, and it is third in the world still, only behind Sony and Microsoft. What? Number three, Illumination is doing the animation. Oh. They have created... Um, I mean, they did Despicable Me and Minions, minions which are, are both billions. Not, yeah. Bill, they've made billions. Um, wow. And although it not, might not get the biggest hype in America, Nintendo is a Japanese company, and I'm relying heavily on it going crazy. On the worldwide box office. Worldwide box office. So you might give me the debate if this was just domestic, but it just is domestic? worldwide. So. Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, I like that. Just domestic. I mean, Fast 10 could do well. Indiana mm-hmm. Jones could do well. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. The Marvel movies will win domestic. Right, but worldwide, I got you on Mario. All right. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to him, but you guys can decide. Yeah, what do you think? I think I've got some pretty good points, though. Comment on the TikToks. Uh, message us. Let us know uh, what you think. Who? What is the highest grossing movie of all yeah, time? What, yeah, what, maybe you think it'll be Oppenheimer or Barbie. Or Cocaine Bear. Or Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I really want it to be Cocaine Bear. I I still say we get high on cocaine to go see Cocaine Bear. Legally, I'm not going to do that. Off, off, off air. All right. uh, If that's it, uh, we can move right on along. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, uh, Keeping the momentum, baby. Where are you going? What are you doing to me? Is does that constitute a sexual assault? My therapist said I should be more spontaneous. What, who, what therapist do you go to? Do you go to Debbie? Deborah? Yeah. That's crazy. She gave you the same advice? Same advice. Wow, that's crazy. I was just about to ask you about some horses. Not this again. No, just I was just going to ask you, like, so you said you had ridden a horse. You said you had ridden an elephant. Mm-hmm. Which one did you prefer? Uh, I think the elephant was just cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Less people ride elephants. That, no, you, certainly. But certainly. U- utility-wise, like, a horse is pretty cool. A horse is the best. Pre-glue, some call it. How dare you? <laughs> Have we made that joke already? We haven't made that joke already. I can't believe you made that joke. I'm the horse guy. Yeah. Why? Why do you ask? Uh, no, I'm just asking. All right, let's move right all- along to our nerdy Shark Tank. What are you doing to me? I, I, your, your, your love of asking me about horses freaks me out. Okay, Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Nerdy Shark Tank. All right, let me explain. You want to explain the Yeah, let's explain. So it's Nerdy Shark Tank. We both come with one thing that we want to pitch. It can be anything in the nerdy world. It can be um, a new movie, a theme park, an item, a product, a restaurant, a place, anything that we, that doesn't exist, that we think should exist. We give our pitch on um, it existing, and then y'all can decide between the two of us which one you'd rather have. Yeah, perfect. And we are pitching to the studio heads, to the execs. That would make it happen. I went first last time. You can go first. I want a Marvel DC crossover movie. Ooh, they've done this in the comics before. Never in the movies. No. And here, let me me give you just a little breakdown of what I'm thinking. All right, what are we thinking? This needs to be treated like the Infinity Saga, uh, an Infinity Saga level project. I want Kevin Feige and James Gunn to have talked about this already. They know each other. They've worked together. They got it in their brains. Right? What a great point. They have worked together on Guardians. They, uh, they're they both familiar with how to build a universe and create great comic book movies. This will obviously take time. Right now, Marvel doesn't have a clear vision of what the heck they're doing. No one really knows. They've kind of got some stuff planned, but they need time to, um, after Endgame, figure it, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Also, deviously, uh, DC, 
clearly sucks and has no idea what they're a mess they're a mess so they need to reboot they need to get their characters in line they Mm -hmm. need some justice league movies Mm -hmm. and then we can see what 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 they're working with Mm -hmm. um after a few good um justice league movies it's finally time for dark side stay with me yeah and also king is still around okay there is an in-game level movie for both justice league and the new avengers released in the same year okay both superhero teams fail kind of like infinity okay yeah but they are able to hold off the threat by some cosmic time travel force okay that leaves the end of the movie with one set of characters being transported into the other universe okay kang and darkseid form an alliance okay while the justice league and the avengers meet up okay they fight a little bit. They, they don't get along kind of like the first Avengers of movie. Of course, yeah. But then they eventually combine their strengths to take on the enemies together. We'll have intellectual conversations between Batman and Reed Richards, feats of strength between Superman and the Hulk, and comedic quips between Flash and Spidey. Love it. And that's your final pitch? That's my pitch. I, I really like that. So I actually, I have a take for you okay. based on your, in, in response to that pitch, which is, do you think... I don't think that's going to happen. I no, don't think you do either. No. I know you want it, but yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Do you think that that is eventually a possibility when they start running out of ideas? Because I think there's a clear thing that we're going towards with Kang. Yeah. Secret Wars, all that stuff. That's just going to be, I said it earlier, I'll say it again. That's going to be a fuckery. Everybody who's ever been anybody is going to be in that movie. Um, so with Secret Wars, they're building to that. But do you think after Secret Wars and after a couple of Justice League movies that James Gunn and Kevin Feige are just going to be out of ideas and they're just going to go, all right, let's put them together? Anything's possible. I think so. Anything's possible. I think it's actually possible. I think that could totally happen. Yeah. That's interesting. Anything's possible. I like that pitch. Thank you. All right. What you got? I'm also pitching to James Gunn. Okay. You hear that, James? Mr. Gunn, excuse me. He obviously listens to our podcast. Of course. Of course. Uh, He's a man of the world. So here's the plan. You have gotten a lot of backlash from doing all the stuff he's doing at DC. Doing all the stuff I agree with, by the way. He's yet to make a decision that I disagree with. I mean, maybe Gal Gadot. I would have kept Gal Gadot. Okay. But um, he's cut everybody. Get rid of everybody. He's just cleaning house. I love it. I love it. I couldn't like it more. So... He's gotten a lot of backlash specifically for what he did to Henry Cavill. Correct. They brought him back at the end of Black Adam, and then it didn't do anything, and they fired him a week later. My thought process, because of all the backlash you're getting from canceling Man of Steel and 2 or whatever you would have done, is I say we make Man of Steel 2 and with, show, with, with Henry Cavill and show them why you are right, James. Man of Steel 1 is my least favorite movie of all time. Not just comic movie, just least favorite. Why? Least favorite movie. Top top reason. It's wrong. Okay. That's You're going to debate a wall. Nobody in the comments will be able to convince me. If you believe that Man of Steel is a good movie, you're wrong. In the words of the, I, No, I agree. In the words of the 45th president of the United States of America, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> um... They're wrong. Yeah, I'm not. You're debating a wall here. If you want me to really elaborate, I will on a future podcast. And I'll really go in depth on why it's such a terrible Superman movie. It's the worst movie of all time. Um, So, Man of Steel 2. Yeah, I agree. It's a terrible movie. Not because of Henry Cavill. 
He's bad. He's not bad. He's bad. Maybe it's what he was given, but he's bad. Of course it was what he was given. All right. Yeah, but look at him. Like, like look what, at him. Am I supposed to say that Hayden Christensen isn't bad? Hayden Christensen is awful. He, he was given awful stuff, but he's awful. I don't like sand. That's the famous one. How about this one? I wish I could just wish away my feelings. That's a real line of dialogue from Attack of the Clones. How about That's this not one? his fault. How about this one? How about this one? You're so beautiful. And Natalie Portman's like, it's only because I'm so in love. And then he's like, no, no, it's because I'm so in love with you. And she goes, so love has blinded you? And he goes, is this all real dialogue? That's real. That's from Revenge of the Sith. The one that people think is good. I haven't seen the prequels in a long time. That's, They're awful. That's kind of cringe. They're so bad. Wish I, I wish I could just wish away my feelings. It's really underrated. That's awful. That's all great. Henry Cavill's great. Henry Cavill is a great Superman. No. Yes. No. Yes. Wrong. No. Wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. Man of Steel is bad for a lot of reasons. None of them are because of Henry Cavill. It doesn't. If he's given bad stuff and performs badly, he's bad. Ewan McGregor is given bad stuff in the prequels and performs well. He's good. Ian McDermott. Is, okay. What did What did Henry Cavill do wrong? We. I just said I'm not. I'm gonna leave this to the comments. If they want me to talk about Man of Steel, I'll do a whole thing on it. We do a whole segment on my opinion of Man of Steel. We can do a whole hot takes. I could go in depth on everything wrong with that movie. There's so much. We will be here for ten hours. So I'm done. Anyway, let me pitch to you Man of Steel 2. You bet. Here's my Man of Steel 2 pitch, yep. okay? We keep Henry Cavill. We can keep Amy Adams as Lois Lane, or you can recast her. Here's the big one. Lex Luthor needs to be the main villain. Andrew Tate. <laughs> I have that written down. <laughs> I was, was going to say, you can keep Jesse if you want him. You can Please, no. If you're talking about a person who didn't perform in the role that they were given, let's talk about that. I don't think he's awful, but he would have been like... There's a, no shot! You're looking me in the eyeballs and saying Henry Cavill's a bad Superman and Jesse Eisenberg is a good Lex Luthor. So, he's not a good Lex Luthor, but he's not giving a bad performance. He's entertaining. Yeah, he's a great he's Riddler a, or a great a, Joker. Yes, exactly. He'd be a good Riddler. He's just a bad representation of that character. Like, that character could never run for president and get it. Which is, that's like the main thing. You have to be able to run for president and get it to be Lex Luthor, in my opinion. So, like, he's a bad Lex Luthor, but I don't think he's, like, Jared so Leto Joker. So, if James Gunn decided to bring one person back, and it was either Henry Cavill as Superman or Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Which, Henry Cavill. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I, like, Woo! no, 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 I'll give you that one. thought we were going to have to physically fight for No, you win that one, for sure. But I would take Ben Affleck Batman over Henry Cavill Superman. Okay, continue. Um, so what we're doing, we keep Henry Cavill. We can keep Amy Adams as Lois Lane. I think she's good. Uh, you can recast Jesse. If you want to recast Jesse, you want it to be... I've seen Giancarlo Esposito, Lex Luthor. Michael Fassbender's a popular pick. Yep, Obviously, that. you just said Andrew Tate. That's your pick. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So recast him, whatever. Just the main thing is he needs to be menacing. He needs to be scary. He needs to scare the out of children he needs to be scary but also charming i think giancarlo esposito michael fassbender both of those guys are it jesse eisberg eisenberg isn't obviously but if you changed it up if he was different in the role maybe he's a phenomenal actor uh social network's one of my favorite movies of all time uh, but the main thing is we have a secondary villain it's going to be mr mixoplitalit yeah for those of you that do not know mr mixoplitalit is an imp from the dc universe and he is, for lack of a better way of saying it, God. 
He yeah. cannot be killed. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. He's very if, annoying. If he thinks you are going to become, if he wants you to become an iPhone, you become an iPhone. He is absolutely omnipotent. He is God in the DC universe. Him and Batmite. But um, the thing is about him is that he doesn't use this God power to make the world better or worse. He just kind of annoys people. He's so annoying. He is very annoying. I, I cast you as Mr. Mitchell. <laughs> That's good. I'll drink to that. I would love to be Mr. Mixoplitolit. Um, Mr. Mixoplitolit. What did I just say? Very I've close. already heard it, Mr. Mixoplitolit. I've always heard it, Mr. Mixoplitolit, so that's always how I read it. So that's what I'm going to say. Yep. You can tell me how wrong I am in the comments. Mr. M. Write it out. Yeah, I'm staying Mr. Mixoplitolit. So anyway, for <laughs> yeah, the you, casting. You'd uh, be a great Mr. M. For his casting, I want a, somebody that has been annoying on television or movies, but is also hilarious. So who better than Jim Parsons, Sheldon Cooper, or Rain Wilson, Dwight Schrute? Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for that. One of those guys is my Mr. Mix of Yeah. We need to shrink them. Yep. But otherwise, th those are my guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> so those are that's my Mr. Mix of And the whole movie is Lex Luthor is doing terrible things. I want him to run for president. I want him to get it. So I want him to have infinite power. He's got the secret service, everything like that. We're going to call Superman a terrorist and declare war on Superman as a country. I want uh, uh, him to try and turn the Justice League against Superman. I want him to capture Lois Lane and be murdering her or something. Like, I want him to do terrible things. I want him to torture her. I want Superman to be the most upset, brooding, dark he can possibly be. Because for whatever reason, they decided to make Man of Steel Batman 8. Yep. Um, so I want him to be as brooding, as mad, and as as angry as Henry Cavill can be. And then Mr. Mixoplitola just hop in and be like, oh, you can't fly now. And just being a nuisance to him the whole time. And it's going to be kind of a Puss in Boots, The Last Wish kind of thing. Where he's going to slowly be screwing with him the whole movie until Henry Cavill learns it's okay to be happy. It's okay to be a nice guy. You don't need to, in order to kill Zod, you don't have to kill half of Metropolis. You don't need to kill Zod either. You don't need to kill Lex. You could be a nice guy and still save the day. And, that, and he, he learns this from Mr. M? He learns this from Mr. Mixoplitolet from taking away his heat vision. He's taking away his flight. He's making... He, uh, another thing, he's going he's gonna to take away his flight, and he's going to have to grab a cab, and then he's going to make there be bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic, and he's just going to be stuck there. Big Superman in a cab. Love it. That's my pick. It sounds like a fun movie, for sure. I, first of all, that, that I think that'd be a great movie. Does he ever get him to say his name backwards so he, so he disappears? Uh, yeah, eventually it's like of, a it's like a little funny bit. He's maybe, kinda maybe like, an in credits. He's kind of like the genie from Aladdin. Yeah. I think he's kind of going to be more fun and annoying than yeah. annoying and annoying. Yeah. And he'll save the day, and he'll do it with a smile on his face. And then you can prove to them that you know what you're doing, James Gunn. That is my case, my pitch for Man of Steel too. I think I think both movies would be fun. I'd like yeah, to see. Yeah, I both. actually I would see both of these movies. What do you think? Yeah, what do you guys think? Would you see either of our movies, or how much do we suck? <laughs> All right. If, if I get the majority of comments being like, both of your ideas suck, um, I think we cancel the podcast. We could cancel the podcast, which I'm sure you would love, or uh, we, could, uh, we could just stop Shark Tank. So I've got some trivia for you. Oh, boy. I don't think he's going to get a single one. 
because I came up with them and they're hard. But we're gonna start. Are they are they Marvel questions? They're pop culture, Marvel, Star Wars. We've got a bunch. Right, so here we go. Uh, and if he gets any wrong, he gets duct taped to the chair. By the end of the eleven questions, he's got gonna have thirty seconds on this timer mm -hmm. to see if he can get out of the the chair. And if you can't, you have to post something on your story. You're going to have to post your upper half shirtless like this, photoshopped poorly onto a horse's body. <laughs> you will be a centaur. That is what will happen if he does not get out in 30 seconds. Okay. So we'll get started now. I'm okay. starting you off with an easy one. Okay. Name three films starring Dave Batista. Can I do... Anything. Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um... Uh, Glass Onion. Very good. You could have also done Infinity War. You could yeah. have done Thor: Love and Thunder. But great. There, there's you another. Could have done Stuber. That's the one. Stuber, and there's another one with him and a kid. I don't know. Spy Next one. Door. I think is. What I don't it's know called. that one. But yeah. So you got it. You got it correct. No, no duct tape. All right. Here we go. Ain't no fraud. WandaVision is a Marvel show inspired by many different comics. One of which is House of M. Yes. In this comic, unlike their MCU counterparts. Who is Pietro and Wanda's father? Um, it's, okay. Sometimes their father is nobody in the comics as well, but in this particular issue, they have. Can I have two guesses? No. Mephisto. Wrong! Magneto. Is it Magneto? Magneto! Dang it! That's what, that was my first guess! Oh my. Un, unacceptable. <laughs> there we go. This is my lovely assistant. This is, yep. All right. I knew that. Yep. I knew that. I was like, oh, it's Magneto. Yep. And then for some reason. Magneto. And you went Mephisto. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> See, he's a fraud. Here we go. I don't know comics. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, House of M. Does it stand for Mephisto or Magneto? Magneto, Magneto right? Dang it. There were so many theories the about. House of Magneto, yeah, baby. I know, I know, I know. One thing, I loved WandaVision. Sorry. Um, I loved WandaVision. The one thing I would have changed is I loved Evan Peters at the door. Obviously, I wish it wasn't just a boner joke, but can you imagine if it was Ian McKellen? Mm. Hello, daughter. Oh, my God. I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I would have lost my mind. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Dang. Question three. I should have gotten that one. You're one and one. Actress Laura Dern has been in huge billion-dollar franchises such as Star Wars and Jurassic Park. But for which Netflix film did she win her Oscar? Do you know who Laura Dern is? No. She's Purple Hair Holdo in Last Jedi, and she is in Jurassic Park. She's the female lead. She's Ellie. She, I get her mixed up with um, another redhead actress. She's not redhead. She's blonde. But she's redheaded in the, in the thing. She's got purple hair in Star Wars. Not that one. Um, um, it's also blonde. Ellie Sattler is blonde. But whatever. Who the frick am I thinking about? Um, um, a Netflix that she won an Oscar for? It's very recent. I will give you, like, I'll, I'll give you, it's like, like, and this was an Oscar movie. I don't know if it won anything other than her, but it was nominated for everything. You will, if you don't get this, you will know the movie and be like, oh my gosh, she was in that. She won an Oscar for that. I think it's 2018 or 2019. Oh, oh uh, freaking, I don't know. What was it? Oh, no. It, so it didn't win Best Picture? No. Uh, I have no, no idea. You're not even going to guess? Uh, I really don't like you. I know. Like a lot. Yep. Get ready to be a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
freaking I can't even think of a Netflix movie right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. No guess. No guess. Marriage Story. Yeah. No, uh, Tape them up. With with Adam Driver. Adam Driver and, and Scarlett Johansson. I thought for sure you would have seen it. It's all of the people. It's all of our people. Also, can you show me a picture of Laura Dern? <laughs> Where'd you get your help? <laughs> okay, oh, oh, she's the lead in Jurassic Park, not Jurassic World. Oh, you were thinking of Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, yes. How funny. Okay, no, right. Bryce Dallas Howard hasn't won an Oscar, but she has directed some really good episodes in The Mandalorian. I, yeah, I saw that. Shout out her. All right. You are one for two. Or one of three. You're one and you're one and two. You're one and two. There you go. All right, question four. This is this is the hardest one so far. I don't think you'll get this. This is really tough. How the Freaks and Geeks is a show with many ties to the MCU. Name one actor, writer, or director that has worked on both. Honestly, honestly, you can just shoot in the dark. You might get it. There's so many people. There's so many connections. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, sorry, Bubba. No! Tie it up. No! You could have said there's there's I mean there's John Favreau. Uh I don't think he was a part of it. You could have said any like John Francis Daly is the lead. He wrote Homecoming. Uh I mean there's there's plenty. I mean the uh there's a kid. Uh he I can't remember his Martin Starr with two R's is his name. He is the teacher in Spider-Man with the glasses, the long hair. He is one of the leads. I mean the I could literally go on for days about all the connections, but it's all, yeah, no, no Elizabeth Olsen. Sorry, Bubba. Um, there's some crazy ones in there, though. If you haven't watched that show, you should. All right, here we go. Uh, what Marvel, you should get this one. This is quite a bit easier. What Marvel Comics character sleeps with a horse and then gives birth to an eight-legged horse? This is a very famous character. If you don't get this, you're like... I challenge people to MCU... This is Marvel. This person is it's in not, the MCU. This is a main character in the MCU. Gives birth to a horse? Uh, they they uh they uh, uh uh they sleep with a horse and then give birth to a horse. I would I will give you a very good clue. Gender does not matter. Nebula. No, come on, Loki! How could it not be Loki? Come on! Tape them up. There we go. All right, we're getting we're getting real good here now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. A Thestral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a horse with wings. Yeah, yeah. That can only be seen by people who have seen death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In which magical franchise? Harry Potter. Correct. Thank. Okay. All right. Harry can see him. Neville can see him. Luna can see him. A dire horse is a horse-like animal from this beautiful Disney blue alien planet. Mm. Planet. You know the franchise. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What franchise is it? Avatar. Correct. I was going to say Navi, but those are the people. It's those Pan- are the people. Pandora. Correct. In Star Wars Episode Nine, the characters ride Orbacks, horses covered in prosthetics to make them more Star Wars-y. You keep asking about horses. I do. Which actor that played Finn said that this was the greatest part of his dismal experience with Star Wars and Disney? 
So you're looking for the actor yeah. Finn. He loved riding the Star Wars horses. Uh, John Boyega. Correct. Oh, gosh. <laughs> In the Disney animated film Zootopia, yeah, yeah, yeah. there are many characters with speaking parts. That are hot. They are all... Nick Wilde. Judy Hopps. They have there are various various species. There are gazelles, Shakira, there yeah, yeah. are lions, tigers, sloths. Um, are there any horses with speaking roles? Yes or no? I'm thinking through all the police officers. There's like a like a cat. There's a lion, I think. There's a mayor. I don't remember a horse, so I'm gonna say no. Correct. Oh my gosh. You're on a hot streak. There are two NFL franchises. That refer to horses, but aren't called horses. Yeah. Name those two franchises. You're kidding. No. You're asking me a football question? Yep. The Broncos. Correct. And? You got one more. Just go conference to conference, baby. Division to division. I have no idea what that means. This is bad. Uh, Steelers. No. No, wait. <laughs> no. Tape them up. It's the Colts. I hate you so much. I hate you. Here is your final question before your escape. It is the escape pod. Former. If you ask me about sports, no, no, this isn't sports, but this is more pop culture. It's not really Marvel. Former President Donald Trump referred to this adult star as to having horse-like features. It's got to be Stormy Daniels. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? Yeah. Why was there so much about horses? You scare me. You will see. You scare me on the daily. Deborah was telling me to be more spontaneous. Our, our therapist. Our therapist. Deborah. I don't think I need 30 seconds. You should probably just give me like 15 or something. All right. Start now. What? Yep. Start Actually? Now. Yep. You've got 30 <laughs> seconds, though. Uh-oh. Somebody's going to be a centaur. <laughs> You've got 15 seconds left. You're kidding. You can slide out. My poor Spider-Man jacket. Oh, no. Five, four, three, two, one. Ah! He's a centaur, baby. Why is it so difficult? (laughs) Well, that was exciting. (laughs) I'm having a great time. Just let me a little parched. Do you want to drink some? Nope. Okay. Well, as you know, And that's the end of the episode. No, that's ridiculous. Thanks for her hanging out with us. We still have a tier list to do. And as, of what? As you noticed, uh, the questions started to garner a theme towards the end. Yeah, freaking horses. You got to let the horse thing go, man. So our tier list today will be horses in pop culture. Oh, boy. So if we're looking at the same image here. We have as follows, the Headless Horseman, Donkey as a Horse in Shrek 2, Spirit, the Horse, the Stallion. We've got the Budweiser Clydesdales from the Super Bowl commercials. We, of course, have Bojack Horseman. We have Gandalf's Horse from the Lord of the Rings. We have the horse who gets his head cut off in The Godfather. We have the Trojan Horse. We have Bullseye the Horse from Toy Story, the toy horse. We have the War Horse. We have Maximus, which is the horse from Tangled. We have Secretariat. And of course, Black Caviar. All right. 
We, are we just doing like our favorites here? Yeah, yeah. You just you, we we're we're just gonna rank them based on how much we like these horses. So I'll go force. I th- first I'll go force. For, I'll, I'll go, go horse. first. Uh, I think the headless horseman easy S tier horse. What? Yeah, I'm going S tier. No, absolutely not. Why not? Because it's it's he's not. It's not all about the. It's a headless horseman. It's all about the dude on top. We're ranking the horses. Yeah, but this is an awesome horse with an awesome rider. It's all about the rider, though. It's not about the horse. I'd put it A tier best. Okay. You can put it at A tier. I'm keeping mine at S tier. Oh, I guess we have to vote together. So yeah, we'll argue it. on this. A. So, so we'll... A. I'll, I'll give you A tier. I'll give you A tier. You just a- duct tape me to a chair. You're going to... Yeah, you're that's gonna... fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, donkey as a horse? Donkey as a horse. It's Eddie Murphy as a horse. It's, it's pretty good. It's tough to not give it S tier. You want to go S tier? I want to go S tier. Donkey right. is a horse, and he's certainly a handsome horse. But that brings us to the handsomest horse, which is Spirit. Spirit's a little overrated because he's just so devilishly handsome. Exactly. I've never seen the movie, but <laughs> if, if there was ever a horse I was to make out with, it would be Spirit. <laughs> Me neither. I've also never seen this horse movie. Where are you going? It's got to be S tier just because he's so hot. He's so <laughs> This is a well-documented thing that a, well, spirit is really sexy. Hot horse. He's got. There's like a scene where he's like his hair. Like, <laughs> it's like a Leo DiCaprio yeah. like glass raising in Gatsby, but it's yeah, just a horse. Just a horse in the wind, and all the sexually. <laughs> he's a really hot horse. Preteens are... comment what you think about these horses. By the way, you got to argue with us here. Uh, that yeah, that's one of my favorite horses. Um, just because he's handsome, I guess. Give me the Budweiser Clydesdales. Where are you putting those? Uh, some of the commercials make me want to put it S tier, but you can't have everybody in S tier. I know, I know. Andrew. A or B? Um, I'd honestly give it B tier. Okay. I haven't seen a great Clydesdale commercial in a That's long true. time. That's the true. puppy one is probably the last great one. That's the one that I was, was in twenty twelve. Yeah, if, can you if, believe that? If that had come out this year, S tier, but no. Yeah, no. So I'm giving them B tier just because of the inconsistencies. I don't even think they got a Super Bowl commercial last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bojack, Bojack Horseman. Horseman. Have you ever seen the show? No, I'm gonna put him D. Unbelievable. Uh, Will Arnett is phenomenal. He's a great actor. Love him. He's also Lego Batman. Yep. Bad movie, by the way. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Hey, yeah, bad good movie. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you're not going to debate me? No, that's bullcrap. I can't do a podcast with someone that says Lego Batman movie is a bad movie. Let me explain. It's the best at, It's the best adaptation of Batman. No, I it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's no. hilarious. So Batman. Batman's my favorite superhero. So let me just tell you, the Lego movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. There have been few movies that I've been more excited for than Lego Batman. So this doesn't come from like an unbiased, this isn't like a biased thing of anything. I'm biased in favor of Lego Batman. First of all, the animation is phenomenal. Second of all, the first 20 minutes where he captures everybody and he's saving the city and they're making all the Batman jokes, the scene where it's... Oh, when you were mad here and you were funny here and then you had that weird dance here. That's the best joke in the movie. When he says, let's get nuts, it's all great. I love all of the jokes. And as soon as the Joker turns himself in, that movie falls off a cliff. And it becomes a children's movie that is unwatchable for adults. The lesson is overbearing. You want to talk about annoying characters. You think Michael Scott is annoying. Lego Batman is insufferable. He is so annoying. You're done. You're not. You're not even gonna do. You're. You're just quitting on me here. It's the worst thing I think you've ever said to me. No, it's not a good movie. I'd give it like one and a half stars out of five. 
If Lego Batman off camera, yeah, I hate you. Okay. Yeah. You said it on camera though. It hurts my feelings either way. You're putting BoJack in D. I'm not letting you do that. I haven't. Seen I, the I'm show. doing whatever the frick I want to do. Have you seen the show? Are you are you looking at me acting like you're about to give an opinion that I'm going to care about after what you just said? No, I'm not giving an opinion. I'm just asking. Have you seen the show? No. Well, then we don't we don't have the right to put it in D. Yes, we do because I haven't seen it. That's D. unacceptable. D. People are going to murder you for D. that. People love that show. D. How about the Lord of the Rings horse? Shadowfax yeah. S tier. Shadowfax is legendary. He's the fastest horse in uh, Middle Earth. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, he's pretty legendary in the books that I read, and I remember him, and I love him, and I want to put so him you're S tier. Shadowfax S tier. Yes, I am. All right. That's fine. I uh, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you'd probably hate it because it's a good movie. Um, <laughs> the Head of the Horse. That's a great one. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so funny. So good. Um, uh, uh, the Head of Horse. Yeah, it's a great scene. It's a great film. I would really, really love for some reason to put it A tier just so like we have the head of a horse and then the headless horseman and they kind of yeah. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, we're gonna put the head the head of the horse on the headless horseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be the horseman on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. What do you, what are we what are we doing for the Trojan horse? I mean, it's the it's one of the most iconic it's horses iconic, of all time. It's just you know what hurts it. It's not a horse. It's wood. It's not a real horse. <laughs> yeah. So, so that does hurt it a little bit. A or B? I'm always gonna go C tier here. All right, C for fine. the Trojan horse. But I think the Trojan horse is better than the Budweiser horse. So now I want to put the Budweiser Clydesdales at C tier and put the sure. Trojan in B tier. That's fine. Where are you putting Bullseye? I will not let you put him in S tier. He doesn't speak. He doesn't have to speak to be legendary. He's adorable though. And it's so cute in Toy Story 3 when he's like a dog and he's like, no, Bullseye, I'm leaving. Really good. Bullseye's great. Bullseye is great. Bullseye's adorable. Yeah. So they have to, okay, let's, let's go through this. I'll give you B tier. Shadowfax doesn't speak either. So he's S tier. Is that a problem? No, but you. Maximus doesn't speak. I honestly want a doc spirit. He's staring at me with those eyes. It's kind of bothering me. You mean it's not turning you on? Yeah, it's not. It's really bothering me. It's kind of. I want to dock Spirit all the way down to B tier if I'm a Absolutely not. Absolutely right, you're not. You're not going to let me put the hot horse down Okay. There? Where are we putting Bullseye? Where, I'll put him at the top of A tier. Okay, top of A tier. That's fine. You're crazy, but that's fine. There's no way you're putting Donkey as a horse above uh, above Bullseye. <laughs> you're right. I'll dock, I'll dock Donkey as a horse to A tier. Thank you. But he's ahead of the Headless Horseman and the horse. <laughs> War so horse? Our currently only S tiers are Shadow Spirit Facts. and Shadow Facts. Okay. Uh, War Horse, I could put a D tier. I hate that movie. I hate the play even more. Okay. Where do you want to put it? Uh, I've never seen it. I, I thought it was pretty, like, I thought it was a cool concept. So the whole thing in the play um, is it's, like, amazing because humans are, like, maneuvering these mechanical horses. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the play is, like, you're watching it. It's kind of like Cats. Like, they should have never made that Cats movie, which is... Awful, because kind of part of the... Which is better, the Cats movie or Lego Batman? Oh, Lego Batman, no question. Okay. Um, uh, the, the, the Cats movie, like the whole appeal of the Cats show is they're in the audience with you and they're moving like cats and stuff. When you CGI to make them look more like cats, and the set is always amazing because it's like big, it, it's weird, it doesn't work, and that's why it didn't work. It's the same thing with War Horse. Part of the appeal for the play is that they're these big machines that humans are operating, for the horses in the play. And in this, it was just a real horse. So D, D tier. D is fine. 
Maximus is A. Uh, Maximus is kind of an asshole. He's 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 got more personality than most of the other horses on this list. He literally fights Flynn Rider, who's holding a frying pan. He holds a sword in his mouth and goes toe to toe with Flynn Rider. That's epic. That's awesome. I love that scene. He's A tier. All right, where in A tier? Uh, I'll put him ahead of Donkey and between Donkey and Bullseye. Yep, that's where I have him. All right, Secretariat. Never seen it. I'll go wherever you want. Uh, it's not the best movie. But if you think of famous horses, Secretariat is like... But Secretariat, that's the thing. Like, it's the horse. So B? Yeah, I'll put it at B. I'll put it ahead of the Trojan horse. Nah, I'm putting it after. All right, you're putting it... I'll give you after. I don't even know this last one. All right, this has a story for it. So, in Australia... You don't... Don't Google it. Don't Google it. In Australia, they did a Sportsman of the Year and a Sportswoman of the Year for Australian Vogue. Okay. And for Sportswoman of the Year in 2012, they picked a tennis player. Okay. And in, for Sportswoman of the Year, they picked a horse. And it was this horse. So this Wait, is... When was this? 2012. This okay. wasn't like in the 60s or anything. Okay, yeah. So in 2012, this is this is 2012's Australian Vogue's Sportswoman of the Year. S tier. Like, yeah. I was going to put it S-tier in... S tier at the top in I front of Shadow Facts. I put it in D tier. No, S tier. Absolutely. Sportswoman of the Year, S-tier, baby. Let's go, Australia. (laughs) And with that, we rest our case. That is our final tier list for uh, our pop culture horses. You hate me. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a big problem. Well, you, you, you hate the Lego Batman take. You hate a lot of my, I don't know, but I love a lot of things that you hate. You don't like The Last Jedi. Yeah, but there's a line. The Last Jedi is a masterpiece. There's a... Stop talking! Stop talking! What's the line? Tell me the line. The line is like a Batman! Hilarious. Fun. Batman. Comedic. The first 30 minutes. You're telling me you think it's... You're you're telling me you think it's funny? As he's like, yeah, the the references at the end, Bane. I can't remember what Bane. There's something hilarious that Bane says in the first thirty minutes. He no, does. it was right at the end of the movie. Batman, the whole like, no, 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 no. With Alfred, hilarious, awesome, annoying. My friend's dick. I will. My uh, my friends call me dick. I will. Kids can be uh, rude. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's kids can be cruel. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that that makes me chuckle. I guess. But you, you're telling me with a straight face you like when he goes to the Justice League and they're having a party without him. You enjoy that scene? It's, I, you I, enjoy the scene of him manipulating this orphan throughout the whole movie and just being an asshole for no reason? A lot of times movies have main characters that do bad things that redeem themselves. And you it's, don't like Michael Scott. Michael Scott and Lego Batman in the Lego Batman movie are the same character. No. See, yep. no. See, yep. Michael, no. No, yep. Michael Scott, no. Yep. Because uh, because a Lego movie, a movie about Legos and superheroes that are not even close to being real can get away with more stupid, over-the-top things than a human in a paper office. I just, I don't see it. Next trivia game, your punishment is watching the Lego Batman like five times. Oh, that's awful. It's that's awful. a great idea, though. Everyone I get wrong, I have to watch the whole movie. That's a really funny idea. All right. There's there's just a line. Have I crossed that You've line? You've crossed the, your soul. If Your soul is just like a, like a little... Just, just, you know, that's rude. Rithered, 
it's just withered. Just you know, withered that's a up. rude thing to say to me. It's a rude thing to look me in the eyeballs and be like, Lego Batman isn't a good Your movie. hair is a mess. You're a mess. Your opinions are a mess. Your soul is a mess. All right. Well, now you've hurt my feelings. And now I don't want to do this anymore with you. So I guess we're done. Good. Yeah. It's over. We're over. We're done. You want to do the outro for the last time, probably? Well, the outro last night was me getting up to beat the shit out of you. So do you want to do Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go.